It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Shadell. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing today? Jake, it's almost a very special day. Hmm. The... And that is, of course, the 20th anniversary of the start of the Iraq War. <laughs> we all remember it fondly. Was something else happening? I can't think of anything. Did you have a, another date in mind? Uh, I'm going on a date with my fiance tonight, but I don't think that hey. was... <laughs> that's right. Uh, I don't think that was... A it. date that will live in infamy. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go to a nice dinner and talk about how America has changed since the Iraq War. Maybe we'll even go to Iraq and see how things are going over there. We're flying out to Iraq for a romantic dinner. <laughs> So, yeah, that's pretty exciting. What are you doing to celebrate? Um, I am uh, watching several different reality TV shows. Oh, that's fun. And I'm watching a lot of basketball. Yeah. And uh, once we're done recording, I think I might make myself some pancakes. So, oh, that you does know. sound really good, honestly. Uh, had some pancakes last weekend uh, and then promptly fell asleep for half the day. You know? Pancakes. Yeah. That's what they should have done. It's a good sleep and food. So I watched that show Waco, right, uh, from a few years ago. It was fine. Uh, but they were like, how are we going to, like, get all of these people to, you know, succumb to our advances? Not the phrasing they use, but basically that's the idea. Uh, why not just make them a bunch of pancakes? Then everybody's going to pass out in the afternoon. Come in. Save all the kids. You're on your way. You don't have to waste all this money. Pancakes. Yeah, that's good. Make them some. Uh, did you ever uh, have the cornmeal pancakes when uh, Patrick and I were going to Denison? Yes. At uh, at TJ's. Yes, we we did go down there once and get those. Yeah, I, I thought we did. Those are the ultimate version of that because it's like, what if pancakes were heavier? Yeah. What if they sat heavier? Yeah. Like you basically had like thirty minutes after eating them to get where you needed to go, and then you would pass out. Yeah, it's like the inverse of a crepe. Where it's like, yeah, what if, like, it makes regular pancakes look like crepes, these cornmeal pancakes. But that's only because they actually use cement in them, right? Is that right? You had them more often than I did, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, Thomas, you mentioned you're watching a lot of reality shows this week uh, to celebrate the Iraq War and the early 2000s. Um, and uh, honestly, the more I think about it, the, that makes a lot of sense. Reality shows were big then, they're big now. Uh, but the most important one, then and now, is of course Survivor Thomas. Did you watch Survivor 44 last night? Survivor, then, now, forever. That's That should be their, their new slogan. Yeah, we're, has anybody used that for anything? No, I think I just, I just came up it's with really it. It's really good. Um... Uh, yes, I did watch it. Then, did you know the WWE slogan now is then, now, together, forever? Or, then, now, forever, together? Mm. John Cena says together it's now at the end. A little, a little bit more uh, sinister sounding. Yeah, I didn't like it when I first heard it. But what is this, D-Y-W-L-W-W? It's not. Uh, it's D-Y-W-S-O-N. Is that right? That doesn't sound right. Whatever. This week's episode of Survivor was called Sneaky Little Snake. How about that for an episode title? I, you know, who among us doesn't like to be a sneaky little snake every once in a while? This island is made up of two things, sneaky little snakes and sneaky little rats. Sue Hawk. Sneaky little Sue Hawk. Do you think that you are more of a sneaky little snake or more of a sneaky little rat? Hmm. Am I a sneaky little sneak or a sneaky little rat? And that is such a good question. What time were you born uh, <laughs> and on what day? <laughs> That'll tell you. I was born at 8.30 a.m., March 20th, 1991, 12 years before we invaded Iraq, of course. Uh, greatest day in American history. So I think that would make me a sneaky little snake. What are you? Okay, I, I guess I'm a sneaky little rat then. I mean... I feel like are you a snake or are you a rat is a good BuzzFeed quiz. Uh, yeah, they could ask you what you would do on Survivor, like what movie you would make, and then they can tell you. Thomas, it's time to find out what kind of snake you are. 
This is a quiz from 2017, so you know it's not been influenced by modern times. And I'm going to ask you these 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 follow up questions. This is a new this is a new segment. Is this like Probes Pros? Is this like yeah? What is uh, this segment called? Quopes Quopes Quiz. Quopes Quiz Quiz. Yeah. What is? No. <laughs> That's what it's called. That's the name of the segment. Um, no. We <laughs> what is? The... I've already decided okay. it. Quopes Quiz. So nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you can call me the same music. Keep your battery charged. Um. What do we even use for probes? Oh, uh, the Mad Lib thing, right? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. Okay, Thomas, if you marry someone, they absolutely must be reliably honest, empathetic, funny, kind, loyal, smart, rich, easygoing, good at problem solving. You've got nine choices, so really think about it. Can you go through those again? Well, oh, repeat, yeah, repeat the whole easily. If you were to marry somebody, what do they need to be? Honest, empathetic, funny, kind, loyal, smart, rich, easygoing, good at solving problems. Why can't they be all of those? You can only have one. I'll say easygoing. Good. Uh, pick a fast food restaurant. Wendy's, Subway, Chipotle, Burger King, Chick-fil-A, KFC, Taco Bell, Starbucks, McDonald's. God, no Popeyes? What the fuck? Wow. Was Wendy's there? Wendy's is there. Um, I'll pick Wendy's. Where's the beef? What's what exactly? What's something people do that makes you really irrationally angry? And this is a good question for you. Take forever to text back, chew loudly, walk slowly, FaceTime instead of call, always say literally, speak loudly, arrive late, read over your shoulder, don't use their turn signal. What makes you don't use their, Who doesn't use their turn signal? So many people. Yeah, I guess that's true. But um, a couple of them, like people that chew really loudly or people that FaceTime instead of call, like those are really annoying things, but I feel like I don't encounter them very often. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say slow walker. Good call. That was going to be my choice as well. Uh, and like my knee. The worst. Oh, is, go ahead. My knee is still uh, recovering from this horrible injury I had. Um and even I am still walking faster than some people at the grocery store. I've got a bum leg. That happened to me with my softball injury, too, and it, like, it annoys the shit out of me. It's, like, uh, the, the worst is when you get a group of, like, three people that are all, like, you know, you're, like, boxed in. You can't get around them, and they're all walking mm-hmm. super slow. Mm-hmm. Thomas, what's your Gemini sign or your Zodiac sign? Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius. Uh, Leo. thought so. And what do you want most in life? Riches, fame, happiness, family, career, success, power. Uh, happiness. Okay, good answer, good answer. Uh, pick a rodent. Just pick one. Mouse, rat, squirrel, prairie dog, porcupine, beaver, guinea pig, hamster, capybara. Capybara? Gotta go with capybara. Gotta go with capybara. The most easygoing of all of the, uh, all the rodents. What number represents the age... Of your soul. 5, 13, 17, 21, 28, 39, 50, 62, 91. This is such a random question. Very specific years. What the fuck? (laughs) How old is your soul? can Can you give me this one more time? 5, 13, 17, 21, 28, 39, 50, 62, 91. What is this, a fucking Lost reboot? I'll say 28. Mm. I, have, I have the soul of someone in their late 20s. You're an anaconda. You're a pretty gigantic snake, and you should think about working on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's Quope's quiz. <laughs> Are you not going to say Quope's quiz? What? <laughs> Do the same quiz I, you just did? Yeah, but you would have different answers. That's true. I will have different answers. Uh, let me reopen that. Uh, I just felt like that took a really long time. It did. Well, you don't have to. You can just put in all your answers. You don't have to. I must read them all again. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. If I marry somebody, they must be. 
empathetic. Pick a fast food restaurant. Um, I, got, um, I, um, I don't love any of these. I guess McDonald's? Yeah, I mean, look, McDonald's... There's a reason McDonald's is, like, the default fast food place. I love a McGrill, like, it's, you know? You, you can get something you like there. Quarter pounder, I like that. Um, as somebody who does take forever to text back, that doesn't make me angry. Chewing loudly, whatever, who cares? It's your mouth. Walk slowly, does bother me, but I, once again, have bionic knees so I can walk super fast. FaceTiming instead of calling, does bother me. Always saying literally, and whatever. It's annoying, but whatever language evolves. Speaking loudly, again, language evolves. Always arriving late, that's me. Reading over your shoulder of the game, that's me. Don't use the turn signal. It's, you know, it's the way of life, whatever. So I'm going to say FaceTime yeah. instead of calling. Yeah, that's a good answer. My, I also w- cannot say always arriving late because that is also me. Um, hmm. My zodiac sign is not up here. Oh, here it is. I just, I didn't scroll down far enough. Pisces. What do you do want most in life? What do you what do you do want most? What in do you life? do want most in life? Riches, fame, <laughs> happiness, family, career, success, power. I guess happiness, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's the answer. That that's the political answer. You can't be like I want. I want to rule all of you. You have to be like I just want to be happy. I really just want to be happy. <laughs> you know, wherever we are, that's our home. Imagine running for governor or mayor or something and being like, I'm just hoping we have a good race. Yeah, it's like where do you see this? Where do you see this city in five years? Like, hopefully happy. <laughs> I hope we're no? just happy That's... as a people. <laughs> now, I I know you picked Capybara, and that's such a good choice because they're big boys, and we like that. But also, I think it'd be really funny to pick a beaver. Yeah, beavers are cool. Did have you seen? Um, there was someone that was like, it was. I think they were like nursing a beaver back to health, or they were like rehabbing an injury it had. And so it was inside their house, and it was just taking stuff from inside the house and piling it up in the hallway as a dam. Like, cause oh, they just, yeah. I think I they saw have that. To do very that. Fun. They're compelled to do that. That's so great. Um, so I said my, my soul is 21 years of age because uh, I'm still a teenager and I'll never grow up. And I also got anaconda. I have a pretty gigantic snake, and I should probably work on that. <laughs> Two anacondas. A couple of Nicky, we're a couple of Barbies here. Yeah, that's right. Of anacondas. Uh, so everybody on the Tika tribe is happy to be home, and we're happy to see them come home. Two, Carson loves being chaotic. What do you think of Carson um, making this character for himself? <laughs> Chaos Carson. Chaos Carson. Yeah, everybody wants to be Chaos Carson again. I Carson, I think that you shouldn't brand yourself. I think that's how I feel about this. What do you think is the age of Carson's soul? Carson's soul is 16 years old. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, he goes to a pretty cool school. Uh, at Ratatouille, Kane sings the Canadian National Anthem and plays around with a sword. Big Kane fan. Love Kane. Big Red Monster. He talks about D&D. The Big Red Machine. The Big Red Machine. Love this guy. What's your opinion on Kane? I like Kane. Do you love everything he stands for? My, my opinion is that's got to be him. Yeah. Do you agree with all of his stances as the governor of that city in Kentucky? <laughs> it's uh, Tennessee, actually. I, I want to see. Oh, whatever. Is he the mayor of Knoxville? Is that what it oh, is? Oh, yeah. Knoxville, Tennessee. That, or Knox, Knox County, Tennessee, I want to say. Knox County. Okay. Uh, anyway. I don't know that. Uh, yes, I agree with all of his dumb libertarian beliefs. Cool. Cool guy. Uh, Brandon goes fishing and talks about his hobbies outside of football. I liked this. Because, you know... Yeah, it was neat. <laughs> they love to talk about how much football players played football, usually. It's like, yep, we know. Yeah, well, I mean, it was like a pretty short part of his life. You know, I mean, I'm sure he played a lot of football growing up as a kid and through high school or whatever, but, you know, he played in the NFL for like two years. Yeah. So, like, I understand being like, I don't want that to be the thing that defines me. Two and done, that's what um, he said. Two. It's also, I, I admire... Uh, you know, getting out of your comfort zone and taking a bunch of risks and stuff like that because that is the exact opposite lifestyle that I have. I was going to say, do you appreciate that? That doesn't I'm seem like I like it for him. Yeah, I'm saying that I like it for him. Fair. Uh, over on Soka, Matt and Franny go walking together and make plans to take a road trip together. How cute was this? Yep. Yeah. Dork Squad still going strong. Do you care about romance or anything at all? 
Let's what? They, this was really short, and then they didn't really do that much together for the rest of the episode. Whatever. The other four agree to target them. Sad to see it happen, but, you know, if Shakespeare, Romeo, and Juliet taught us anything, they hate to see us together. They're really the Romeo and Juliet of this season, wouldn't you say? <laughs> they really are the Romeo plus Juliet of this season. <laughs> uh, Who's going to be the uh, the apothecary or the... Uh, yeah. Or the Dave Paris. Or the Dave Paris. <laughs> okay. So, what did you think of Danny eating the note about the fake idol and then planting the fake idol in the cage? Uh, I thought this was all very well executed. I don't know that you needed to eat it, but I thought it was kind of funny that he did. I thought it was very funny that he did. Agreed. Don't need to eat the paper, but... Made for good TV, and as a TV yeah. viewer, I was very entertained. Really put an exclamation point on it. I like the editing that they did with Danny this episode, because he pulled off, like, a really, really good move. And then for the rest of the episode, they were showing him as the rest of the tribe was perceiving him. Which mm-hmm. was like, this guy's an idiot. Yeah. I love Danny. I I feel like Danny could make it far. I wouldn't be surprised if he won, honestly. Oh, for sure. I know it's, yeah. it's way too early to say, but... And I know there's no such thing as the winner's edit, but I think you pointed out a, a good, uh, you, you made a good point in that he is playing far beyond anybody else's comprehension. Yep. Yeah. He is way out ahead right now. It's like nobody suspects him of anything and he has a huge advantage and he made by far the best play that anyone has made in the game so far. Doesn't the hardcore capitalists say at one point like he has no brains in his head and so she doesn't view him as a threat yeah and then they show him making like a goofy face yeah i love it i love this show over on tika cryolin makes fun of jam jam for snoring and he's like oh no people get voted out for snoring and she's like no i would never vote you out for snoring this is such a good tribe i love this tribe it's so much fun. Yeah, the tribe dynamic there is fun. Is that a, um, it would be more fun if they hadn't voted out uh, <laughs> Helen, but, you know. You know, can't, gotta make can't tough win choices sometimes. Uh, Sarah, but, Sarah figures that she'll be next off the tribe. Yes, what were you saying? Oh, um, I was going to say, do you think that snoring, uh, if, if that was on the pet peeve list, would you have picked that? No. I, I, snoring really doesn't bother me all that much. Maybe because I snore. Sometimes um, I'm a pretty heavy sleeper. I don't s- snore as far as I know, but um, I, uh, you know, like I, I'm able to sleep through other people snoring. Look, I've never heard myself snore, so I don't think I do. That's all I'm saying. Um, no, snoring is not a big deal to me. What bothers me most of all? It's a really good question. And I mean... We're going to next week. We've really got to find out what kind of rat we are. <laughs> got to do a follow up. Yeah, do they have that? Is there, qu- is there a, a hey, you gotta t- quips quiz gotta, for that? Got to tune in next week to find out. <laughs> Over on Soka, they go looking for the key again. Matt asks if snakes live in the roots of the trees that they're looking in. Now, I point this out because remember, Cryolin went to just climb a tree, didn't ask if any snakes were there. And did indeed touch a snake, uh, which is very scary. Matt didn't run into a snake, and he did ask beforehand. I'm just pointing out, I was right. I was right when I was like, That's... why didn't Kryolin say anything? Remember this? We were like, ooh. Uh, yes, I do. Gonna... Congratulations. Congratulations to you on being correct. Thank you. Uh, Matt finds the key and the fake idol. And then Danny confronts Matt in front of Josh, even though Danny knows it's a fake. Great stuff. Danny is killing it. Matt then tells Franny about the idol that he thinks he has. Danny tells Heidi about Matt's idol. Danny's playing a different game than the rest of them. It's true. He is. Uh, I ratted two of eight worms. Do you think this is because they all have a mouse in their head? And so that's why they think they need yeah, to eat worms? Yeah, I think, I think this might be because they have a mouse in their head. Um, 
I, d- I didn't like that when they were like, is there, do you just eat them raw? Like, is there another way to eat them? And I was like, obviously you fry them. Yeah. None of them read that book. No, I, well, I don't know how to read, so I didn't think about that. But that is a book I remember hearing people talk about. What happens in that book? They fry some worms? Yeah, there's like some reason that he has to, it's like a dare or something. So he like fries up worms and eats them. What is that book called? It's called How to Eat Fried Worms, I believe. Mm, mm-hmm. I always confuse that book with Fried Green Tomatoes, which I know people really like as well. But I also never read it. because I've never They made a How it. to Eat Fried Worms movie in 2006. Hmm. Was it any good? Uh, from what I'm seeing here, no. This is a segment called Tom's IMDb Court. Thomas, tell me about uh, Fried Worms, the movie. Well, uh, it does have uh, Luke Benward is the star of this movie. You don't say. I kind of recognize him. I'm not entirely sure from what, but I'm going to find out. And when I do, everybody's in big trouble. (laughs) They're Um, not ready for when you find out who who this guy is. Uh, he was on one episode of the Goldbergs. I don't think that's what I've seen Definitely, him in. Yeah. Man, what a good. He's in How to Eat Fried Worms. That's oh, not okay. what I was thinking of. I heard he was the star of that. Yeah, he actually was the star of that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe I saw him in a commercial or something. Who knows? And that anyway. was Tom's IMDb corner. <laughs> Back over on Ratatouille, uh, Jamie gets them a house plant. This is good. She's a plant lady. I like the plant ladies. I like the plant people. Um, what a what a uh, what did you think of the plants and the house plant that Jamie made? And it, I, I thought about it when I think about all house plants, which is just like hmm, plant. It's hmm, interesting. That certainly is a plant. Well. Um, we have a lot of houseplants here in our home. and uh, Oh, did you? I didn't notice when I was there. <laughs> so when you were in our house, were you like, plant, 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 plant? Yeah, every two seconds I was like, hmm, plant. Yeah. Um, the uh, person who takes care of the plants, you know, waters them and all that. We call them the plant prince in this house. Isn't that fun? That is pretty fun. Um, the person who does the cleaning, you know what we call them? What are they? What are they? We call them the Clean Queen. Okay. Do you know what we call? Do you have any other titles? Yeah, we have a lot. Do you know what we call the person who cooks? Who? The Cook King. Okay. <laughs> Sorry that you think that uh, only men can cook. No, That's Thomas, f- it's honestly fucked up. Once again, we won a Mark Twain Award for this bit. Uh, it's a pun. <laughs> cooking. Oh, I'm cooking tonight. I'm Cook King. Yeah, Cook King. Yeah. Women can cook, too. It's feminism. It's 2023. <laughs> no, that's not what you said, though. Women can be kings. <laughs> the Woman King, there's a movie on Netflix all about it. <laughs> that's what the message of Ratatouille is, is that anyone can cook, even women. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of cooking, uh, Jamie and MGM go worm hunting and find an idol... But it's actually a fake that MGM made. How about this? I, um, to be honest, didn't love it. I was really excited when she found an idol and very bummed out when it turned out to be a fake. I feel like I like Jamie as the plant prince. Uh, I, you know, I, I think Jamie's a little too enthusiastic for me, so I was happy that Jamie got a fake idol. What makes you more irrationally angry? People not using turn signals or people being enthusiastic? <laughs> Probably people being enthusiastic. They should be more jaded like me. You're an anaconda, sir. Okay. That's so. right. I should probably work on that. <laughs> At the immunity challenge, they have to swim to a cube and then push it through the water, collect keys, stack four colored blocks. Okay. It's a challenge. The winners get fruit and tools to build a shelter. Hmm. Interesting, huh? The team of yeah, I didn't. I didn't really think about it that much, to be honest. Oh, interesting. Uh, clearly, based on the points that were won this week, uh, Ratatouille wins. The uh, then everybody else just goes over and checks their puzzle to get the right answer. What did you think of this? I will say, Jake. They never said to build a shelter. They just said that it was a toolkit. 
So Ratatouille, you know I'm right. So Ratatouille wins, <laughs> and then everybody else checks to get the right answer, and and Tika gets second place, uh, and then um, they get a little bit of fruit and a little bit of tool. Yeah, I'll tell, talking about a little bit of tool. Tools to do what with? Who knows? Whatever they want. <laughs> They're not putting labels on it. <laughs> okay. What did you think of um, Jeffrey ha- half-acidly knighting Kane? I love this so much. <laughs> that was the most Jeff just like, okay, fine. Yeah, all right. Bye. Like he was like, I don't know. Survivor night? Okay, see ya. Yeah. It was like he only did it. On half, on one shoulder. I'm pretty sure you're supposed to do both. Whatever. I'm yeah. not British. He really whatever. was just like, can we get him out of here, please? Can we get this nerd out of here? And like, I don't want to do this. The wild thing is, like, Jeff always talks about letting the survivors play, right? right? Let them play, uh, as we always say to the referees in basketball. But he, so he was really, enth- it felt like he was really enthusiastic at first and then felt really lame halfway through. and was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, this is like, he's putting on a good face to like play with his nephew or something like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Gonna knight you. And Jeff. What are the rules of this game again? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like Jeff is one of those guys that every time you tell him to roll in D&D, he asks which dice. And it's like, you, it's the D20. I told you roll a D20. Which one is that? <laughs> you know, the one with 20 sides, idiot. I'm sorry that you're gatekeeping D&D for Jeff Probes. I'm sorry that you I'm are not making him feel unwelcome. He's, uh, he loses enthusiasm halfway through. That's not, that's not how to play D&D. You should be playing D&D for <laughs> six hours before anyone rolls a single die. That's how you play <laughs> D&D. That's the right way to do it. I, <laughs> this is a real life experience, and I think a good experience. A good experience that I definitely enjoyed for my real life. Uh, so, yeah, they uh, Jeff is half-knighted Kane. Bummer. I, I was really excited, you know? And then flailed the landing. Whatever. Danny and Josh are targeting Claire on Soka. It seems like the easy vote, but then everybody had to go and complicate everything, it seemed, because they love to complicate things for me on this show. They sure do. Uh, Claire thinks it's going to be Matt, and Franny targets Josh. Uh, Claire tries to convince Heidi to vote for Josh also. Whatever. You want to talk about these wildlife shots? I thought it was really... I thought well, I thought it was really funny that Claire was like they thought they could pull this over on me. It's like well they were going to pull it over on you if Franny didn't tell you about it. So yes, yeah, I I don't I don't want to talk bad about these people, you know. Um, but I it, Claire gives me the impression that she thinks she's smarter than she is. She I think that's kind of like her whole thing as a player is like i'm the smart one i'm gonna outsmart everybody and so i think she just got really offended that she was about to get like she got outmaneuvered yeah well too bad i i I wish i felt bad for her but (laughs) i don't know it's hard to get attached to people in the pre-merge um yeah it does it's all kind of arbitrary at this point in the game you know like i don't think anybody's really doing anything to uh you know, really deserve to be voted out that badly right now. Well, she did sit out of every single challenge. Yeah, well, you know, that's actually a strength, though, if you think about it. <sighs> she, uh, whatever. Let's talk about these wildlife shots before the Tribal Council. We had fish, we had uh, bird, we had worm, we had jellyfish, and there was a crab on Are You the One? Just want to shut that out, you know? We don't always get um, such wildlife shots on those shows, so that was fun. Uh, Pacific Reef Heron, also also known as the Eastern Reef Egret. Uh, they're about two feet tall with a wingspan of 40 inches. They come in two colors. 
white, and dark gray. The reason for this is unknown. They have yellowish... I love a mystery. (laughs) Tell me about it. They have a yellowish gray legs. They're found on the coastlines of Southern Asia and Oceania. Uh, Southern Asia and Oceania. I don't know if I said Asia. Uh, Including uh, recently colonizing an island in Fiji. I don't know what that means uh, when it comes to birds. Why'd you pick this colonizer animal? I'll tell you why. Um... I was looking for the jellyfish, but I couldn't figure out what type of jellyfish it was, uh, and the uh, the bird was a little more identifiable. <laughs> There's so many jellyfish, I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Uh, these okay. Yeah, these birds they lay they lay eggs year round with both parents helping to raise the young for five weeks once they hatch, which. Uh, might recognize is longer than you get in America. That's right. These birds in the South Pacific get more paternal leave than us here in America. Just saying. That's a real bummer. Yeah. Um, also, fun fact about the egret. Um, here, let me let me let me throw some animals at you and see if you. We'll do this pyramid style. You know, pyramid the game show. Yes, I, I'm familiar. So where you like have to figure out what these all have in common. Egret. We're starting now. Egret. Uh, sloth. Uh, bison. Snake. Heron. Bears. There has to be multiple bears. Can't be one bear. Multiple bears. Um, gator. They're all animals. They're all animals that were featured on Survivor One Wordle. Ah. Get it? Do you get it? Yes. Tell me then. What's the What's the pattern? <laughs> They're all animals that were featured on Survivor One. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> They're all okay. Whatever. Uh, the birds that we've t- been talking about here. How do you think they rank on the red list from the IUCN? Well, they're already starting new colonies, so I'm going to say least concern. That's right. They're the white people of birds. And actually, by 2034, white people will be a minority. I've been listening. What? <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Ben Shapiro. Probably. I don't know. Is that something he cares about? I'm just going to, like, comically dive out my window. (laughs) (laughs) What did he say that got people so mad this week? Whatever. Who cares? I don't give a shit. Uh, Who cares? I don't. Yeah. It's not worth. You're you're already, like, falling for it if you even get mad about that at this point. Like, you just got to ignore him. Did you see, uh, speaking of uh, conservatives that exist for people to get mad at on Twitter, uh, that woman who couldn't define woke on that. Uh, yes, interview yeah, show Beth- and then Bethany Mandel. Stephanie Mandel, yes, and then we found out she murdered her mom. <laughs> it was well, a wild week on Twitter over there. There's some gray areas to that. If you read her book, you would know. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah. But uh, also, um, I thought the weirdest thing is that she, uh, when she was hosting Deal or No Deal, she would only fist bump people. She wouldn't shake their hands because mm-hmm. she's a germaphobe. <laughs> Uh, Bethany Mandel. Deal or no deal, famous for having an awesome set. Just like Survivor's Tribal Council. Uh, Franny is amazed by the Tribal Council set as she walks in. Jeff points out the gargoyle is coming for you, and that is Tribal Council. It's kind of hard to tell if Franny is amazed by anything or if that's just like all of her facial expressions are like the loudest possible volume for everything at all times. So it makes it hard for me to tell what her actual reactions are to things. I like it. I think, yeah, I think just maybe she's just an enthusiastic person. It's nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, I like Franny, but it really is just like, that is the, it, it's like the sliders for the reaction are turned all the way up. <laughs> um, Franny, the cat, woke me up uh, very early uh, to cry for some food, gave her some food. No wet food, though, because she's been feeling upsetty in her stomach. Upsetty in her yeah, tummy. she's back to eating dry food, just, just like all of us. Just the dry food for Franimal. She is not happy. 
Jeff points out the gargoyle is coming for you in the gargoyle's tribal council. What did you think of this? All right, back to the drawing board. Yeah. Fire represents your life, great. The gargoyle (laughs) is coming for you and represents tribal council. Bit of a stretch. That should have been the name of this season. The Gargoyles Tribal <laughs> Council is coming for you. <laughs> Survivor 44. The scariest season of Survivor yet. This ain't Ghost Island. This is Survivor 44. The Gargoyles Tribal Council is the Gargoyles coming for you. It's a crossover with the 90s animated show Gargoyles. Um, yeah, great show. Um, when was the last time you watched Gargoyles? Uh, prob- oh, man. Uh, I was probably like eight, and it was on Disney... Like it was on like Toon Disney or something, yeah. and I was like, "This show sucks," and I didn't watch any more of it. Uh, yeah, what do you recall of Gargoyles? What do you remember that show being about? I, I remember almost nothing other than that there were gargoyles. Uh, so, Ariel and I on our first day watched the first two episodes of Gargoyles because we were well, like, okay, "Oh why? yeah, this is a show we both remember, sort of." <laughs> Let's check it on out. First date. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's when I knew she was the one. We watched Gargoyles. I, I, I texted Ryan Devlin immediately, and I was like, I found my perfect match. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he was like, head to the truth booth. It's so wild. Uh, the, the first episode starts with, like, a flashback to when all of these gargoyles exist, existed in, like, the 1100s in, like, I don't know, whatever Britain was at that time. Uh, or or Europe, I don't remember exactly. Uh, but then they had to flee from, like, an invasion, and I think there might have been some portal into the modern world or something like that. I don't remember exactly. I don't think we finished the episode. But it was so long. Because <laughs> I remember that show existing in the modern world. But uh, first two episodes, the 1100s. So... And you, but you went back in for more after the first one. Well, we had to finish the story. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> Didn't finish episode two. Uh, Matt's wondering who he can, in fact, trust. He says he's running countless situations. Claire says she sat out because she believed in the team and says, How dare they want to vote me out when I haven't been given the opportunity to show how strong I am? This is a weird take from Claire who volunteered to sit out of every challenge. Yeah, it really was. You got into... I get that you have to advocate for yourself in some way, but it was getting into, like, pure sophistry when it was, like... Well, the strength of the tribe isn't, like, necessarily, like, whether we win or not, you know? Like, it's not It's not all about that. It's like, yeah, it is. Yeah. That has a lot to do with it. If you don't go to tribal council, your tribe's pretty strong. I was nervous when Franny told Claire that she's confident she would have been great in any challenge she performed in. She was jinxing her. She was. That was a, that yeah. was a pro move by Franny. Yeah. When she, when I heard the word confident, but then she turned it around. No, if you say you're confident, someone else would do something. Mm-hmm. You are. That's that's a classic uh, sneaky move. Yes. Sneaky move, sis. Uh, Claire played her shot in the dark, but it didn't work. We already got the one, you know? Yeah. Never we're nev- <laughs> it would be so funny if that was the only time it ever worked. I hope that's how it works out. Uh, Claire gets all of the votes. I was not at all sad to see her go. Um, nope. I watched her exit interview with our rival podcaster. Um... Didn't shed any light. Didn't make me like her anymore. Um, sorry. This is a Survivor Haters podcast. We're not. That's right. You, you got outflanked. R.I.P. Bozo. R.I.P. Bozo. Speaking of R.I.P. Bozo, uh, last week you had nine points. You got a point for Lauren surviving. Congratulations. You got a point for Danny surviving. Congratulations. When you picked Danny, did you pick him because he has the same name as one of your favorite players? From the previous season. It, let me tell you, I don't know if that was the reason why, but it didn't hurt. Yeah. Uh, literally every time I scroll through uh, this this table, 
in our notes, uh, and I see Danny, I immediately think of Danny McRae first, which is not saying anything against this Danny. No, this Danny's doing he's great. the iconic Danny. Yeah. yeah, this Danny's pretty good too, but he's not Dan- He's not Danny McRae. Yeah. Uh, this Danny hasn't won the Challenge USA, hasn't gone on to the Challenge Global Championship, whatever that one's called. Uh, you, of course, picked Helen. Didn't work out for you. I'm sorry. You picked Soka to win. Didn't happen. You got cookies. Didn't happen. You said Soka would win immunity. Didn't happen. You said Chaos Carson would be voted out. Didn't happen. You said Panera would make an appearance. Didn't happen. So last week you had nine points. You now have 11 points. Never forget. Last week I had eight points, which is less than your nine points last week and now 11 points this week. I got a point for Ratatouille's Kane getting a point. Franny's Soka getting a point. Jam Jam's Tika getting a point. Uh, Ratatouille won reward. And they did win tools. And I believe they will use those to build their shelter. Uh, I still got a point for that. They also won immunity, so I got a point for that. So uh, I now have 14 points. (laughs) This is not looking good for me. You know, it's still early. This week did not go well. (laughs) This is not how Mm. I planned it. Sorry. Do you want to place a second chance bet? I saw this on the ESPN, you know, after all of the big teams got kicked out of the, you know, early on. They were like, do you, do you want to make a second chance bracket? No. What the, what's the point of that? Absolutely not. <laughs> For what reason? The whole point is that I did poorly in the first round. Yeah, come on now. It's who can survive the later rounds with the few teams they have left. Uh, okay, so next week, who will win the reward? Uh, I'm going to say Ratatouille. I will, for the sake of competition, I will say Soka. What will the okay. reward be? Um, well, you know, they ate all that fruit. You know what's wild? They're probably going to be working up a powerful hunger from all of the, whatever they choose to do with the tools. Oh, Who am uh, I to say? Yeah, sure. So I'm going to say we're going to get uh, some chicken. <laughs> I said last week, I think before settling on tools to build a shelter, I believe I said at one point, I think they will receive fruit. No, that's not specific enough. And then what does Jeff say? Oh, this reward is fruit. Um, so I'm going to say eggs. Okay. When you say chicken, do you, th- you mean literal chicken, living chickens, or chicken to eat? I mean chicken. Okay, you're being... I mean precisely what I said. You're being unspecific, so you have a better chance of getting a point. Whatever, who gives a shit? I, I admit nothing. Okay. <laughs> Uh, congr- uh, good luck on Tuesday, by the way. Uh, reward challenge, we already did. Immunity challenge, who's gonna win? Good luck on Tuesday for what? Oh. <laughs> I was implying that you were the former president, Donald Trump, who's getting arrested on Tuesday. <laughs> was that not clear? I don't remember what you said that made that... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think he's a uh, chicken about being arrested, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, they're coming after our chicken. First they came for Chick-fil-A, and I said nothing because I don't support the gays. I, I still won't believe troops. he actually gets arrested until I see it, but man, it'll be great if it happens. Yeah. The thought of it is so funny. Birthday present to me would be Donald Trump in an orange jumpsuit to match his fucking hair. <laughs> to match his damn hair and skin. Orange Cheeto. Make him even more orange. Annoying orange. What are we talking about? The, the, the damn president. <laughs> My cartoon president. What are we talking about? Annoying orange on Cartoon Network? <laughs> That's a pretty good joke. All right. Anyway, uh, who's you, you're immunity? asking me about something. Yeah, who's winning the immunity? I'm gonna say Soka. Okay. I'm gonna go with Ratatouille. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good way to both get a point. Uh, who's getting voted out? I'm gonna say Kane is getting voted out. How I think people dare are. You? People are sick of the big red machine. No, they'll never be sick of him. He's going to. Uh, <laughs> Hey, maybe he's the future future mayor of Slamtown. He's got the yeah, experience. It, the the spot is open. 
Oh, spotlight in wrestling. WrestleMania weekend coming up. Um, it's true. Who will be voted out? I'm going to stick with Sarah. I think she recognized that her time is coming. And you know we love to vote off women in the pre-merge in this new uh, era. Yeah, and from Chicago, too. And I'm sorry Chicago. that you hate people that live in your city. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Sarah, um, let's see. Even, she's probably in, like, fucking Evanston. Because she's on the Purple Tribe. Uh, Big Ten's Big Ten school. Chicago's Big Ten school, I should say. Yeah, Northwestern. RIP. They put up a, a valiant fight against UCLA yesterday, but they were not able to prevail. Yeah, well. Happens to the best of us. Um, so you are still waiting on Panera. I'm waiting on Charmin. Uh, and that's uh, that's where we're at this week on Survivor 44. Uh, but remember a person on Survivor named Suri? Uh, yeah, I've heard of her. She's on a show now called The Traders. Thomas, yeah, did you want to talk traders? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. talk some traders. Let's go to Trader Joe. All that bad shit you eating is gonna take a toll. So this episode was called Suspicion and Sabotage. Uh, they, instead of murdering somebody, put people on trial to be later, late, murdered at a later date. It was, it's so funny that they did a cutaway. Like, them all freaking out was just that Alan came in and was oh, like, hey, guys. I forgot about that. And they were like, no way. Oh, yeah. This is what I was going to say. Alan Cumming hosts this show? This is what I was going to say when uh, Alan Cumming approached them all uh, in their little... What are, what are they even in? A water tower? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're in a water tower. <laughs> like the Animaniacs. <laughs> a well? I don't know. Um, they're, like, standing around a well or something, so it's not that... It's like a table, I think, but, yeah, I, I know oh, what you mean. whatever. Um, I think Alan Cumming... Are they in a bell tower? Maybe they're in a bell tower. They're in a well tower. Okay, sure. <laughs> Alan Cumming should have already been in the well tower w wearing a trader's robe. And then they're like, they walk in and like, holy shit, who is it? And then it like cuts to each of their faces as they pull then their robes down. And then it cuts to the fourth trader... And then we're like, next week on The Traders, who's under the hood? First minute, it's Alan Cumming. He takes the hood it's off. It's Alan Cumming. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. It's me, Alan Cumming. Um, that I'll just be Alan going now. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna give you a Mark Twain award for that one. That's right. <laughs> I'm the, I've got that shit locked up. So the three people on the trial are Angelica, Kate, and Rachel. The traders hate women. Kate makes fun of Rachel's outfit, so maybe she's a traitor. And then Rachel makes fun of Kate's sweater vest that has cheap all over it. Uh, and she said something about getting it from Princess Diana. Is that what she said? I, I don't know. I was, I'm going to tell you, I was not paying suit a lot of attention. I was like, oh, they're fighting. I was not paying close attention to the details. <laughs> this is such a weird show. I love it. Uh, I do like that. Like the, the clear strategy for winning the show is just like, who are the people that will get in fights the most? Because like they'll, you can just put suspicion on them and they'll just keep getting in fights like they normally would and be really suspicious. Yes. Uh, how did you feel? Did you catch this? Uh, I thought this was a fun moment. Andy called Sari their constant. That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, literally use the word constant. So. Suri uh, is their constant. Suri is their constant. That's pretty cool. Suri would be a good constant for a Survivor fan. It's true. Like, what year am I in? How many seasons of Survivor has Suri not won? Uh, there was a scene where Cody asks Angelica how she's doing, and then when she starts to respond, they cut to Cody telling us he asked her how she was feeling, rather than just letting the scene play out. This is what you're talking yeah, about every this week. show has that problem. Like, <laughs> let me just see the interaction between these people. This whole show is about in interactions between people. I don't need you to tell me how the interaction went. I have eyes. I can see. But what if you're stupid and mm. they think that you're stupid? That's a good point. I am stupid. Uh, they have to climb around the grounds collecting barrels for a distillery in the mission. Alan was wearing a gray plaid suit jacket with a yellow tie and watch and a shiny black sash. 
and multicolored plaid pants. Looked good. Kate throws out tiny barrels of money she's carrying because no one will help her with the armory pass barrel. This was funny. Uh, Kate throws uh, all those away, and then Stephanie is suspicious of Cody, and Christian is forced to agree that he is also suspicious of Cody. Pretty, uh, pretty unfortunate stuff for our friends the traitors, huh? Yeah, this is... I don't know. I feel like you probably don't... Look, I've played a lot of traitor board games. It's this is this is a weapon of last resort, and they're in a strong enough position that I don't think they need to do this. Um, yeah, it seems. I don't know. I I understand the reasoning for it, but I feel like they could shake people pretty easily off of Cody because there's so many other people that you could raise suspicion on at this point, but. Whatever. You gotta give him something, I guess. Uh, what did you think of the armory behind Alan Cummings' bookcase? Oh, pretty cool. Pretty good stuff. Uh, you know, the pen is mightier than the sword, but also the sword is mighty. Yeah. You know, and the gun. You know who said that? Mark Twain. That's right. That's the, the, they give out an award every year because of that. Uh, Ari finds the... Immunity necklace, I guess. I don't really know what this was. They're saved. They're saved from being murdered. Yeah, I, I don't know that I've fully understood this either. Whatever. Christian tells Suri he's considering voting for Cody. Kate seems like the easy option here. Do Cody next week? It's clearly Kate's time to go. That's what I wrote. That's just my. Uh, uh, editorializing right there. Uh, then Kate tells them at the round table that she's done. Just vote for Kate. Don't vote for Cody yet. Yeah. This is the thing. It's, it's like a weird reverse psychology thing in reality shows when someone's like, I want to go home and everyone is like, that's bullshit. I'm offended that you want to go home. I'm not, yeah. you know what? Just cause you said that you want to go home. We're not going to vote for you. Yeah. Um, good show. I'm really enjoying it. I continue to enjoy it every week, and I am a sucker for these fucking uh, cliffhangers every week. I, I do think it's getting a little the challenge where the every episode doesn't end, like it doesn't resolve things. Yeah, but that bothers they me resolve also. it pretty quickly at the beginning of the next episode. Um, so, you know. The uh, before we discuss the challenge, though, we do have to talk about "Are You the One?" in a segment called "808s and Updates." We really should call it "8019s and Updates" because it's "Are You the One?" season nine. Okay. Anyway, Hamudi decided that they should all try speed dating in week nine. This is a week one idea, Hamudi, but okay. Roz and Mikey are chosen for the truth booth, but are not a match. The house gets together and does the math based on previous matches. Uh, they got six beams the past two weeks and three just about every week before that. Out of a possible 11 beams, how many do you think they got this week, Thomas? Uh, I'm going to say they got seven. Um, think of your favorite convenience store that is not in West Michigan but is everywhere in Chicago. Is it 7-Eleven? They got 11 beans. They got it? They got all 11, and Cammie Crawford said she was so fucking proud of them. You ever hear Terrence J say that? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Uh, so Cammie continues to be great. 808, 809, I should say, was great. 8010, probably happening soon, I hope. I mean, it took three years between 808 and 809, but why was 808 afraid of 809? <laughs> why? <laughs> <laughs> because 809, Finish the joke. Finish the joke. 809, 8010. You know? Yeah, good one. Thank you. Uh, Thomas, did you watch the Challenge World Championship last night? I, I didn't. Okay, well, that's fine. It was a really bad episode. 
Um, okay, well, that's good. I'm glad I didn't miss anything. It was all about um, whether or not Kellyanne would be sent in by John A. Because they're friends outside of the house. Um, they ended up being sent in uh, at the end of the episode. There was, it was only an elimination episode. They didn't even have a regular challenge. Um, it was that thing where one person was on a platform and the other person was below holding onto a rope attached to the platform and they had to swing them back and forth and collect something. I don't know. Uh, Nelson and his partner, Huhui from Argentina, lost to Kellyanne and her partner, who is Tristan Phipps. So there you go. Um, All right. There was no momentous episode. There was no music on the challenge this week, except for one song that I didn't get in time. But Are You the One did have a couple of songs. Well, they actually had 11 couples. Uh, So this is a segment called Music Minute. Music make you lose control. Music make you lose control. We had a song called To Die For by Tovlo. Do you ever hear that song? No, I'm familiar. Tovlo is one of those artists that I don't know that I could identify any song that she's done. I just am aware because it's an interesting name. I remember their first big hit. I liked it. Uh, I couldn't name it now. And I couldn't name a single other song except for To Die For because it's literally in front of my face. Uh, And the other song they played was released as the lead single off the singer's sixth album. Any guesses yet? Sorry, what was the... You said it was the lead single off of the artist's sixth album. Did you give any other info about it? I have not. I just wanted you to get an early guess in. The earlier, lead single off their the, sixth album. You know, the earlier you guess, the more points you get. Okay. Um, hmm. Lead single off their sixth album. Mm-hmm. Do you need another hint? Yeah, I think I do. It was released May 6th, 2022. How old would you have been May 6th, 2022, Thomas Powell? Oh, man, I would have been uh, 30 years old. Mm, I would have been 31 years old, older, wiser, more productive. Uh, Stereo Stereo Gum called this song a breezy, earth goddessy love letter to California with piano, synths, and an easy mid-tempo beat. Any, uh, okay. anything yet? So, Love Letter to California, it came out in 2022. Um, the artist wrote it while grieving their grandmother, who passed away due to something called the COVID-19 pandemic. Do you, have you heard of this? I have, I've, I've heard of the COVID-19 pan, uh, pandemic. Apparently I'm it, familiar it, with that. It forced people to not be together, so uh, the, the singer couldn't, couldn't see their loved ones. I've never heard of such a thing, but who am I to say? Um, man, I'm still having a hard time. Uh... Uh, the producer is a very famous producer and is said to have asserted himself as a Skillful conjurer of chill vibes. Oh, is this a Jack Antonoff produced thing? No, it's it's the cool Jack Antonoff. Okay, does that make sense? You're, no. When you see this guy produce a song that's like pretty popular, like a pretty popular pop song that's actually good, um, you're like, oh yeah, that guy. He's like the cool Jack Antonoff, in that he's on every pop song and is has uh, always made really cool music. Is it um is it Western Wind by Carly Rae Jepsen? Final two facts. There's a really cool vibey guitar solo two and a half minutes in and it was ranked on several publications lists of the best songs of 2022 and it is Western Wind by CRJ. Yep. Good song. It is a really good song. Um we already did Quope's quiz <laughs> Do you want to do a props, pros? I just don't know. I mean, look. I feel like after doing a qu- we did two quotes quizzes. We so. did two quotes quizzes. I feel like props, pros has kind of just evolved into quotes quiz at this point. <laughs> quotes quizzes is the new props, pros. <laughs> Great. 
<laughs> okay, so next week we'll do a quiz called What Brad Are You? <laughs> Thomas, what's your Twitter if people want to send you BuzzFeed quizzes? Yeah, you can follow me at Tom.Tom. Please send me BuzzFeed quizzes. Um, specifically BuzzFeed, and they have to be related to Survivor and just in the subject line of your tweet, right? <laughs> Quotes yes, the quiz. subject line. The thing that is that we, as we all know is in a tweet. Subject right. line. S U B J, all in caps. Colon. Quotes quiz. Quotes quiz. <laughs> I will not respond unless you write quotes quiz. And then just a link to a Survivor related quiz. And even if it doesn't feel related to Survivor, you can write a little. You know, a little bit in the body. You know, you have four thousand characters now. Um, that's right. Why, why it would be a good quotes quiz. It has to be related to Survivor or reality TV in some way. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at DYWSLN. Also on Instagram. Oh, Are You The One is done now. I don't know if that was clear, but... Uh, yeah, the yeah. They, they got it. They won. Yeah. Uh, we're also on Instagram at The Only Survivor Podcast. If you're young, uh, we have a few shows on Patreon. Thomas, what's the show on Patreon you must want to talk about? Let's bring it back to teal time. Uh, you know, the NBA season is, uh, you know, in the home stretch yeah. right now. Yeah. And the Pistons stink. So. Yeah. And it is basketball season. I would like to be paid to watch them. Um, I, I, I wished my fiance a woman yesterday, Happy Women's History Month. And she said, you're not watching the WNBA March Madness. And I said, you know what? Good point. It's also not the W, it's the WNBA is a professional league. She's, it's just women's basketball. She's right, though. I was, I'm not watching the WNBA March Madness tournament. That's true, you aren't. Uh, do you want to thank the listeners, Thomas? I would love to thank the listeners. Uh, thank you. Great. Such a, so good. Uh, what would people write on the Apple reviews if they wanted to write something? Uh, probably something a little bit like, this is my favorite podcast, I like it better than all the other podcasts, I give it a big thumbs up. Uh, Spotify is corrupt and won't let me leave a review, but if I could, I would say, look forward to seeing this in my Spotify wrapped. Something like that. Just something like that. And how many stars was that, did we say? Uh, five stars. Five stars only, thank you. Uh, you can review us on Apple, leave five stars on Apple or Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. More five stars, more galaxies for us to take over. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Okay, well, until another galaxy is birthed from Did You Watch Survivor last night, I have to say, have a great summer. Deuces. You know the th- you know what it is is that it's a Sunday, and I, you only read one uh, comic per strip on Sunday. So I think yeah, that's, I was just that's burned really out from from hearing yeah. more than one. Yeah, you know, you're not supposed to consume them that way. Yeah, they're like here's <laughs> two dozen comics for you to choose from, but you can only read one. It's Sunday. Um, Lockhorns obviously was good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think we classics. can all agree Ziggy, that the Lockhorns really was good. <laughs> Damn, I hate my wife. At what point did you realize that their name was a pun on their relationship? Uh, I don't know that I cared enough. Wow. Well, as an avid Lockhorns fan, I realized it immediately. Yeah, it's like maybe so you, that'd be so funny to be like, you just don't get it. Yeah. You like even know that their it's name is a pun. Yeah, puns are as, uh... Who's the, uh, who's the guy with the comedy award? Who's, who's what? That wrote Huck Finn? What, Mark Twain? Mark Twain. Yeah, Mark Twain said... Yeah, Mark Twain's award. Mark Twain started the Mark Twain Awards. Mark Twain started the Mark Twain Awards, yeah. Congratulations, the MTAs are coming up once again. And I don't mean the Trans Authority of Manhattan. Minneapolis? 
Miami? Michigan. The Muskegon Transit Authority, yeah. Here we've got the CTA, the Chicago Transit Authority, and it's the best train in the whole world. We have three trains that were uh, created this year, and the rest were, you know, 20 years old or older. Seems good. Yeah, it does seem good. Let's go, Brandon. Can we hear you say let's, let's go, Brandon? Let's go, Brandon. Before we get started. Let's go, Brandon. Smarten up, probes. <laughs>